Welcome back to Blind Spots. It's been a while, but we have returned. We're back, and we are bigger than ever. I'm Jake Tropila, joined by my co-host, Chrissy Strauss. How you doing, Chrissy? I'm doing great. I'm excited. Yeah, we have a very special uh, creature feature in store for the audience, uh, wouldn't you say? Yeah, slightly. <laughs> Big and small. Slightly. <laughs> big and big and small creatures of all sizes. Uh, this is a very very interesting episode. It's uh it's one that's uh, I guess you could say it's thematic with uh, with some recent releases. Uh, the world has just seen the release of Godzilla vs Kong that is now playing on HBO Max and movie theaters near you. Should you have movie theaters open? And so we decided to take the opportunity to share some of our favorite monster movies whether the monsters are building-sized or if hundreds of them could hide within a building, I guess you could say. But, uh, Christy, why don't we start with uh, your pick? Uh, what did you recommend for this watch? Yeah, so I chose the uh, 1990 movie Arachnophobia, directed by Frank Marshall. And, um, yeah, it's it's a, a smaller creature, but um, still mm-hmm. quite terrifying to some. And so... If you don't know the movie, what it's about is, uh, you know, spiders that kill people. That's it. That's the end. Um, yeah. I'm kidding. It, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> that's entire synopsis. No, um, Jeff Daniels is the main character. He plays Dr. Ross Jennings, and he moves. he's a doctor who moves to a small town with his family, and he suffers from arachnophobia. Um, he's He literally, like, freezes if he sees a spider. His wife always has to run in and kill them. And the, he moves to this town that... Just, you know, when you know it, bad luck happens to bring about a mass of uh, spiders from, I can't remember where they come from. Um, Julian Sands plays, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's in, uh, well, I believe it's a South American country is where they're from. Um, I have it, uh, Venezuela is where they're from. There you go. Yeah. Thanks for the notes. Um, Yeah, so it takes a ride with a corpse to this town and uh, begins breeding in his uh, wine cellar. And yeah. Cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, chaos ensues. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this was a, an old favorite of yours. You watched it a lot as a kid, right? Yes, indeed. Excellent. It was yeah. lots of fun when I was a kid. I was never afraid of spiders. We should actually, we should make, we should say this right now. Well, Are you afraid of spiders? No, I have no fear of uh, spiders. Uh, never have, as far as I recall. Even as a kid, I it wasn't really. I was more fascinated by them. I loved the idea of them building webs. Uh, I always liked seeing webs, discovering webs. Um, but uh, yeah, I have no. Uh, I have no. I wish no ill will towards spiders, and I have no fear of them. I think they're great creatures, and they do us a good service. But um, what about you? No, I'm not at all. I I actually try to save them if I can. I always like to, you know, let them crawl on me. I'm a weirdo. Never mind. But no, I've I've never had a problem, even when I was a kid. I've always thought they were pretty cool. I mean, I understand how they could be terrifying. I mean. Oh, yeah. That's not to knock <laughs> anyone who actually does suffer from uh, arachnophobia. Yeah. And I have I have had a few friends who, like, they just discover one in their bathroom or wherever, and they yeah. run out, and I have to go in and take care of it. So Yeah, my mother's uh, yeah. terrified of spiders. Yeah. So as I, a kid, I was always the one that was was saving her from them. Yeah. She liked this movie, though. So, I oh, mean, I think that says something. Yeah. Well, this movie is uh, it's interesting because I, I feel like if you did, if you were susceptible and you did watch this at a very young age, you could probably develop a, a strong fear of spiders. Namely, just in the little, it's the little moments that, that kind of get you, 
like when you go to turn off a lamp uh, and you stick your hand under the lampshade, not seeing what could be underneath there. Uh, or if, you know, you just put on what you think is a harmless pair of slippers, not knowing what could be hiding in your in your own shoes. I That's the sort of that's really the, the most effective stuff is like the that sort of fear is that it's in every household or, or like in a bowl hidden in a bowl of a popcorn could have a, a spider that you accidentally scoop up and swallow. So the, the that's I would say is was probably the the strongest bits of horror related business in this movie. Would you what, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. I think you just scared yeah. anyone listening to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> every, everybody's going to think twice about turning their lamp off if you have putting, arachnophobia. It, putting slippers on, eating popcorn, <laughs> just ruined yeah. it all. No, I I, I, I agree. Um, it's it is kind of creepy. I mean, that's kind of like a thing with bugs anyway, right? Like little. Or like when you think you feel something on you or, yeah, you know, it's just, I, I guess the, I don't know if the fear is with spiders so much because I mean, with this one, it's like a specifically venomous breed yeah, of spider dangerous. that like, that like sucks all your blood out. Um, but with, with like most spiders, I guess people just don't like that sensation of, uh, of tiny creatures crawling on you. Um, I would honestly, if I was to be afraid, I would just be more afraid of the poison, like if yeah. I encountered a black widow, I would probably smash it as quick as I could. But uh, yeah, that's that. That would be the only fear for me is just getting bitten, poisoned to death. Um, maybe maybe that's what everyone thinks. Yeah, I that, think that's uh, a reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So these guys a, are not nice spiders. No. Know? So I mean, we, we don't really know their story. I mean, they could be. You know. That's oh, maybe yeah. They're just misunderstood spiders. Exactly. Um, we do open like with this. There's this like extended prologue. Uh, like I was yeah. actually kind of shocked at how long it, it went on. It's like 20 minutes that we spend um, with this uh, photographer character in South America, and he's with Julian Sands. Uh, they do this. They do a lot of like traveling via helicopter, and I think they are on a boat for a moment. Then they climb up this side of this mountain before they uh, descend, and they do this cool trick with some poison gas to collect spider species that are hiding in the trees. And then yeah, one of them bites the photographer, and he's shipped back to the town of Canaima, California where he's from um i uh and then yeah then we meet jeff daniels who moves in and uh he's kind of immediately screwed over like when they get into town because he's supposed to take over as the town doctor but the physician um does not want to retire he like well changes his mind Yeah. yeah this movie's populated with a lot of um characters who like i wanted to see get eviscerated by spiders uh the elderly doctor is one of them uh the town sheriff he is really annoying um this i don't know how you feel about uh, the denizens of canaima california no you know when daniel shows up just nothing goes right for him <laughs> from the second he shows up um yeah. like no, the wood I, in the house is rotting yeah i know yeah. he's like so excited to have his wine cellar and just like everything that could go wrong um but yeah, no, the people in the town are not nice to him, and there's definitely a few. The cop kind of redeems himself, but uh, the, the doctor is just like, I mean, he he moved his whole family here, and you're gonna back out of that deal. And not to mention, like, once start things start happening, he questions everything Jeff Daniels does. Like, That's yeah, another thing too, which is um, like just it's it's meant to be frustrating, but like everything, like Jeff Daniels recommends this woman stop taking these uh, like uh, painkillers pain or steroids. Because she's basically healthy, but then she's uh, bitten and killed by a spider, and, like, the doctor refuses to perform an autopsy on her and, like, questions Jeff Daniels' own moral ethics as a doctor because she died under his care. 
so he's immediately like seen as an outcast in the town. Yeah, he's blamed for like everything because there's a couple yeah. patients that he sees that just so happen to then get bit by spiders right after. Exactly. Yeah, and there's like there's like this this sort of close knit community feel to the town that that the doctor just like doesn't he can't fathom the idea of cutting people open to see how they died even though it's the right thing to do. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then, um, so eventually it's, uh, yeah, so this is a film I've always, uh, been aware of. I've never seen it. Um, occasionally I think I would see it like on TV and I knew, I knew what arachnophobia meant and I would like read the little description on the TV guide. Um, but then like every time I, I would put it on, there was never any scenes of spiders happening and I just wanted to see the spiders. So I quickly <laughs> just kind of turned it off. So, um, the spiders do come out in full force, uh, eventually it's like, uh, it's uh this is I think this is co-produced by Amblin, uh if I'm not mistaken. Uh a Spielberg company. Is that I do think, I have that right? Yes. Yeah. So it definitely has a very Spielbergian touch to it. Oh absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh and then yeah, we should we should mention probably uh one of the great introductions is uh one of your favorite characters. Why don't oh, you tell us? Delbert McClintock? Yes. <laughs> John Goodman. Yeah, he's it's so funny because he's not even technically have that. He doesn't even have that much screen time. Like, I was actually surprised. I thought he was in the movie more when I rewatched it recently. But like he yeah. makes his he makes his mark in every scene that he's in. Um, so, yeah, John Goodman's in it. He's hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. He's <laughs> the uh, local um, exterminator. And uh, yeah, he he's not scared of no spiders. it's well put yeah he's uh he's you know this kind of eccentric guy um there's something kind of off about him but he's very he's very serious about his job um and he has a great theme which uh our listeners heard at the top of the episode that was a delbert's theme by a composer trevor jones yes Uh, it makes me very happy yeah (laughs) because it's just like so like kind of quirky and almost obnoxious in a way, which he is too. Yeah. Um, but it's also funny, like, you know, he's obviously there to, to help and he, he does. I mean, he is, he's a good exterminator. Um, but there's also like some conversations with him and, uh, Jeff Daniels that are funny and, uh, it's just, you know, John Goodman's awesome. So it's oh, a yeah. reason enough just, just for that. And I have to also comment just on something earlier when you said it was kind of cool, but when they like poison the spiders, I feel really bad for them in the, in the jungle, they're like all fall out of the trees, and I also thought that was a little bit creepy when they all just like dead spiders just like plop down on everybody. But that, yeah, that is that is it is very creepy um, <laughs> that you mentioned it. It's really just a kind of cool setting, like that giant it tree. It looks like something out of Fern Gully. Um, <laughs> but the yeah the the spider killings. I guess yeah you could. I guess I I I, I wouldn't say I do say I admire spiders. I guess I just don't feel bad if they die on screen. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the falling bodies is, uh, is a very creepy touch. Yeah, but um, it is, it is really cool. Well done. Um, and yeah. it's also, there's a couple scenes where there's a lot of spiders that's a little mm-hmm. bit creepy, like, you know, swarming the doorway and like basically blocking them and they all like yeah. descend like at it, like, almost like out of nowhere, like they know it's time for battle on the family in this movie. Um, not to spoil, I guess, but there's also a great Jeff Daniels versus the spider scene. <laughs> Yeah, there's a and there's this really great setup and payoff. I won't spoil it specifically, but I will say that it involves a nail gun, um, which uh, which I am glad kind of came back into the fold. Um, uh, I think you know you know what I'm referring to, right? 
Of course. A, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So there's a great big, this has a very, um, I, I haven't seen the original, but it has a very much feel of like the blob or like just one of those 1950s movies, uh, that like just, uh, something invades the town. Um, and then, uh, like they kind of have to band together to, to stop it before everybody is killed. Um, that's, it's kind of like, so this is, you know, very much like a, a Spielbergian nostalgia thing. It's, it's him updating it for the modern, for the modern day, uh, that day being 1990 when this was released. Um, but, uh, yeah, so yeah, I really, I enjoyed, uh, this movie. I thought it was a, it's a great deal of fun. Um, you mentioned that, uh, John Goodman is actually not very in it that much. And I, um, I recall seeing his name in the opening credits and then knew he was in it and I was excited. And then he doesn't show up to like the 50 minute mark and I had forgotten all about it. And then once he does, he makes that great entrance with the music and I thought, oh, this is great. Uh, John Goodman's here to save the day. Um, but yeah, did you have any other, uh, like memories or thoughts on arachnophobia you wanted to share? Yeah, I mean, this movie, you know, came out in 1990, and I, I get what you said about, like, the older horror movies, too. I, I think it does do that. But it also is very, feels like a 90s, you know, movie. Um, but for, it really doesn't, I mean, it ages well. What I mean is, like, I thought it was still funny, what I still found funny when I was a kid. Um, it's, you know, obviously it's just a lot of silly fun, but it's also just a great horror comedy. Uh, I mean, that's what you look for. And I think that it's not, it leans obviously more on, like, on the comedy. I guess it depends on the person. But... I still think that there's, you know, some some great scenes, some creepy stuff. And, you know, it's it definitely brought me back to being five years old and <laughs> watching arachnophobia, probably too young. But as yeah. we've said on previous podcasts, there's there's no such thing as, as too young with horror. But. Exactly. And I feel like this would be a good gateway film to show yeah. a youngster. Uh, also, just kind of like Gremlins, where it kind of has more of a lighter touch. Uh, it leans into comedy and it's enjoyable, but there are a few like genuinely creepy or true moments of horror that uh, exist. Yes. But, um, yeah. Very gremlins that, feeling actually. Th- those are, yeah. that's a good call. And it would be like a good testing ground. Like, all right, set your kid down in front of the TV with this on, see how it goes. And then you can figure out if they're <laughs> bound to be, you know, watching horror movies at that age. But that's yeah. true. Yeah, like I said, when I was young and tried to look this up, I I, uh, I was kind of just put off by the scenes of people talking that did not have spiders in it. So it is not wall-to-wall spider action. It's more of a slow burn, um, but uh, it escalates uh, nicely under the, yeah. the guiding hands of uh, Frank Marshall. Um, but, and it has yeah. a good small town, you know, politics kind of thing going on. And I mean, as a kid, you, a lot of that's going to go over your head anyway. But Oh, yeah, there's a... There's a great uh, a great line that made me laugh when they're like at that social gathering, um, and I think they mentioned that uh, one of the one of the older people there he's like the coach of the football team and his uh, son is like the star quarterback, and uh, Jeff Daniels' wife, um, she says ah nepotism, and then they say no we're Baptists, which uh, <laughs> which made me laugh out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a good. There's a few good lines in there and uh definitely some good music as we mentioned. Um and also yeah. I just think it's funny when something like that like a like a thematic like a theme for a character can actually make you laugh, which doesn't always happen. Um but it's kind of like actually kind of like the music with Gremlins. Like <laughs> the music for Gremlins is just amazing, but yeah. it always makes me laugh a little bit. But anyway, off topic. Yeah, yeah. so that was arachnophobia. Yeah, check it out. And, uh, yeah, so I guess we'll move on to, uh, our Check second. Check your slippers before you put your feet in them. Exactly. Go outside, give them a good shake. 
maybe throw them in the laundry for a, for a few every hours. Every single time. You can every yourself. time you put your slippers on, there's a spider in there and you have to get it out. Um, I apologize. I may have actually just scared somebody for life. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to, uh, our next film. Um, so yeah, I mentioned, uh, out now there's a uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, and I recommended one of my favorite films of that ilk, uh, Shin Godzilla from 2016. Uh, this is directed by Hideaki Anno, who is, uh, most famous for the, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion anime, uh, which I hold to be one of the greatest, uh, works of art I've ever seen. Um, and I finally decided several years ago to catch up with his uh, Godzilla film. And uh, by God, I fell in love with it in ways I was not expecting. Um, so the plot is uh, Godzilla arrives in Japan and wrecks havoc. Um, that's it. <laughs> uh, no, there is more to it than that. Um, it's actually very... Uh, so Godzilla does show up, but the circumstances in which he does and how he is dealt with is what I think makes this movie stand out. Um, this is a very much a Godzilla procedural where everything that happens has to go through like this line of bureaucratic red tape before any decision can be made. So we start out with like this, uh, like scientist boat is found unoccupied in the middle of the ocean. And then all of a sudden this red liquid uh, leaks into like an underground tunnel uh, then a tail emerges from the ocean, and then soon we have, like, our first form of Godzilla, which is a, a wiggly, limbless creature that just starts plowing its way through the streets. And meanwhile, the, the prime minister and all the, the top brass and all departments are, like, frantically getting meetings together to, to try to figure out, like, how to, how to deal with this thing as it slowly evolves and becomes bigger and more terrifying and causing more damage and fatalities. Um, but yeah, Christy, let me ask, what is, uh, what is your overall experience with Godzilla films? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've always loved Godzilla. Um, I've, I was actually always wanting to, I've been wanting to watch this since it came out. So like many of our movies on our blind nice. spots. Um, I just, I hadn't, and I had a blast with this one. Um, yeah. I won't go into my recent experience with the new Godzilla because that's like a whole other thing. But <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not here to talk about that. This, yeah, this, no. isn't, this isn't new spots. This is blind spots. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, this the and so yeah, I love just the endless like bureaucracy that happens. You kind of have to like if you if you want like a speed reading challenge, um, watch Shin Godzilla because like not only does everybody talk really fast. But every single character, when they first appear, they're identified on screen by their full name and their title. And then also every single, like, room and setting and, like, vehicle that appears is identified via text on screen as to what it is, like, where they are. Like, we'll get, like, Prime Minister's building, fifth floor hallway, and it's, like, a team of people, like, walking down, having a walk and talk and speaking, and then they're in a conference room. But, like, there is just this un... It's like unlimited exposition is happening in this movie. And yet I like I just find it so compelling to watch. Like, how did you feel about all the the, the bureaucratic red tape that uh, occurs? Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on. Um, mm -hmm. And it is interesting, like detail that they did that. They handle things so well, too, by the way. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that's another topic. But yeah, I, I um, wasn't. 
I actually tried to not like look into this movie because I didn't remember um, much about it when I saw the trailer originally. Mm-hmm. So I was actually surprised with how much, and I thought that that was a really kind of interesting take to focus so much on how the government was handling things. And um, there's there's a lot to love this movie to unpack. But yeah, I thought that was a <laughs> interesting and also very like very fast paced. Like you said, they're talking really fast, and and the editing is interesting in this movie as well. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's got a great rhythm to it. Um, this, uh, if if you're familiar, I'm going to keep just comparing comparing to Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, I'm not sure if you know the premise of that show, but it, basically, these giant uh, otherworldly beings called angels have descended on Earth, and they find that the only way to combat them is these giant mech suits called Evangelions, which are armored and capable of combat, and they're piloted by teenage children. It's basically kids have been chosen by the government to save the world, and uh, it's very fast-paced. It has a, a lot of the same music that shows up in, like, that just that sort of drum beat that happens when they're planning, like, that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. That's pulled straight from Evangelion into Shin Godzilla. Um, basically, the, the film ends up just being, like, after everyone's exhausted all options, like, they just grab all these sort of, like, eccentric scientists and weirdos and just free thinkers and just put them in a single room and they're like okay guys fix the problem of godzilla and they all band it's a really great just people working together movie um to 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 find the weaknesses figure out what it why it's moving the way it does like what they can do um there's like this really funny sequence where they they hide like three biologists volunteer to speak to the prime minister about their theories but they all end up just kind of balking and saying, yeah, I, I don't want to say anything about this because it'll ruin my credibility <laughs> if I haven't like properly researched it. So they're like, they're just useless. So they just, they just have a bunch of risk takers. Um, but yeah, then, so yeah, there's all this action happening like behind the scenes and like conference rooms and such. But, uh, let's talk about Godzilla himself, shall we? Yes. Um, yeah. we shall in, in all his forms. Yeah. So. <laughs> Like we mentioned first, there's like this great little wiggly form, <laughs> googly eyed. Like, he's, yeah, he's. Yeah, I, for lack of a better word, he's just kind of very derpy looking. Um, yes. Because he's just kind of so he's just moves so silly and like has has no discernible direction that he's going in. I actually like saw the the wiggly form was like the first image I saw from this movie, just kind of out of context somewhere, and I didn't believe that that was Godzilla. Um, I thought it was like maybe a parade happening in the movie, but uh, no, sure enough, that is uh, that is what Godzilla looks like starting out. Um, but then, yeah, he grows, he evolves, he he starts walking on his hind legs, he grows front arms, um, and then he reaches his final form, which is like this really towering, like pitch black with red accents version, and he has like a really long tail with the face at the end of it, and. Like I've all I've seen so I've seen the original Godzilla from 1954. I've seen all the American versions, but this is like the first filmed version of Godzilla I've seen where he looks genuinely terrifying. Um, what do you think of Godzilla's final look? Yeah, no, I agree. I think that is he does look terrifying, and it's it's funny because obviously the first like the wiggly version is not even though in, in a way it will, it's still kind of terrifying with those eyes yeah. and stuff, but in a funny way. But like. Um, as the movie like goes on, he evolves and he does become, you know, scarier over time. And yeah, I've seen I've seen the original and I've seen all the American ones as well. And I, I agree. Um, and I 
I guess we could say it, but I also love his very final form, like when he's defeated form. But, yeah. I mean, yes, it's a. No, I mean, no. you guys are going to assume that Godzilla doesn't win, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. This doesn't this doesn't end with a cliffhanger of just the world getting smashed. Um, I'll I'll get into that in a minute, but uh, yeah, the the so yeah the like the actual like final like regular form, I guess you could say, right. his main moving form. form. Is, <laughs> yeah, is is terrifying. Yes. Um, the 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 googly eyed wiggly form. Uh, it is it's only really terrifying because it's just unstoppable and it's destructive. So if it's in your path, um, you and it's just this, so weird. Out of the way. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's very weird. It's so bizarre looking. Um, it made me laugh pretty good though. Yeah, and this movie made me laugh quite a few times. I, you know, it's a wonderful satire. But yeah, his that form in particular, I just, I don't know. I felt like I could watch him wiggle around for a while. <laughs> that would be funny if that was just the only thread. Was I want to see wig, not Shin Godzilla, but Wiggly Godzilla uh, should be a feature film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so with uh, with all the like the government like plotting, like they finally decide to attack it, and this is a two hour movie, and they don't actually fire weapons on Godzilla until the I clocked it at the fifty three minute mark is where they actually try firing machine guns at it. Uh, there is a moment where they have that opportunity earlier, but they decide to pull back because there's still civilians in the area. So like they they like at the end of like calculating all numbers, they finally decide okay. Now we can safely attack without, like, threat of more human casualties. So they fire machine guns at it. They fire rockets and other ballistics at it. It does not work. Um, Then we get uh, what I would say not only is this the scariest Godzilla, but, like, the actual, like, best scene of any Godzilla I've ever seen is where he actually starts breathing his atomic fire breath. Mm -hmm. Uh, He It starts out, like, his eyes go jet black. And then it starts, he starts spewing like this toxic black smoke, which turns into fire. And then that, like, his jaw splits open and then he starts shooting a purple laser at stuff. It's great. What do you think of the purple laser, Godzilla? <laughs> it's just funny hearing you say that. It just sounds so ridiculous, but it's actually very awesome. Um, I, I loved it. Yeah, I was, I didn't know what was coming, but I was very happy what, with, uh, what ended up. Um, yeah, purple laser, Godzilla. Per- and then it turns into a, like a full-on disco show because these bombers try to attack him from above, and then he shoots like dozens of lasers out of his back spines. And it takes out all the bombs coming down from below and all the fighter jets above him. Um, yeah, and, and then we just get all these like scenic shots of the city just in ruins. Um, yeah, yeah, there's some wonderful sh- uh, shots and some wonderful effects. And, you know, it's like I said before, he kind of evolves over the movie. He also becomes more terrifying. And what's terrifying about Shin Godzilla is the fact that it seems like he can just keep adapting. Like, yeah. he, you know, like he's nothing you're going to do to him is going to stop him. And obviously, as we said, he does. But I think in a way, it's, it's not even a guarantee that he is stopped at the end of the movie. There is. Yeah. So there's like a final little hint. Um, like the, the I'll, I'm just going to come right out and say it. I think the last shot of this movie like just that final ten seconds uh, of of what you see is like one of the most terrifying things I've like, ever seen. It's, it's certainly the most terrifying ending to any movie I've ever seen. Just like the last shot itself. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it sticks with you. Me. But exactly. it's so cool too at the same time. Like it's it's very cool because you you really kind of want to see what would have happened should those things have gotten out. 
Yeah. Um, if I'm, I'm being deliberately vague, but yeah, you should watch this movie, uh, just to, just to see what I'm just referring to. Just to see that, see that final shot. It, cause it's, it really stuck with me. I loved it. Um, yeah. I, I immediately like started Googling. Can I like find like a figure of this somewhere? Uh, there's, I saw like a photo. I'll, I'll probably find it and send you a link, but I saw like a photo of like, of like a behind the scenes mold of like one of those figures in like a, on like the film set, like that they use as a reference. And it, it just looks really like cool and alien looking. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, ah, I, I love it. It gave so me much. some alien, like the movie alien feels. Oh, oh yeah. It's fantastic. Um, and, so, and yeah, yeah nothing then... about a final scene, but it's worth it just for that, honestly. And there's so much more that makes this movie awesome, but it's, it's like when it comes to like, rec- I mean, you know, we've all recommended great movies to each other, but it's like, I want more people to specifically watch this whole movie just so they can watch the last shot. And mm-hmm. I just want to talk to people about it. That's like what my ultimate goal is, is just to share the ending of Shin Godzilla with the world. It's your life uh, mission. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, have you seen this movie? And then the ending of this movie? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why that wouldn't be included in, with just seeing the movie. Right. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I just, I get like a little kid in a candy shop when I think about Shin Godzilla's ending. Um, oh, me too, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm very happy that you had that reaction. And uh yeah, and then just also with like the the scale of destruction mm. uh on the film is impressive. There's a lot of like really great I mean a lot of it is takes place in cramped conference rooms like we mentioned, but a lot of it also has like just this great widescreen action. Like the finale like is set amongst these exploding skyscrapers and they send in like trains armed with uh like bullet trains that are armed to explode against Godzilla. It's just this really great like controlled chaos. And um just with a lot of Godzilla being out in the open, sometimes it'll cut to like people on the streets, but then you just see him in the background. And I think I like that there's always like a reference point of where Godzilla is in the frame at a given time. Um, just a lot of, uh, as like, as, you know, uh, Hideaki Anna, the director, is just very, he brings a really great visual sense to the, the scale of what a Godzilla movie should be. And I think that's part of the many reasons why this film is successful. Um, but yeah, I, uh, if you, if you're a fan of kaiju movies, uh, or if you were let down by, uh, uh Kongs versus Godzilla, <laughs> us, uh, check out Shin Godzilla. Um, would you, do you have anything else that you'd like to add about uh, this wonderful film? Um, I mean, you know, there is a lot to love because, I mean, obviously I think if you're a fan of Godzilla or Creature Features, you're going to enjoy this. But it's also, you know, like we said, it's funny. It's visually impressive. Um, there's actually, like, some meaningful, you know, underlying things to it. Yeah. And, you know, it's just I definitely would recommend it. And stick around for the final scene if you do. Don't yeah. shut it off before then because uh, I think it's definitely worth it. I'm really glad that we chose that you chose this one. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you really dug it. Also, I, I should mention there is um, uh, numerous characters that just kind of name dropped throughout the film, and um, a, a lot of the supporting actors are kind of like a who's who of Japanese cinema. Um, like, I think the most famous, in my opinion, is the, the guy who plays the general, Jun Kunimura. But uh, this film does not really have a protagonist. Um, yeah. There is one guy... He he's like the the like the deputy chief assistant to the or whatever his position is to the uh to the prime minister. He's kind of like a guy we see a lot of, but he's really it's really just about the team effort of the humans uh, mm-hmm. prevailing, um, which I I really like as well. Like there's no there's no like 
personal crises a, a guy has to go through. There's no like love story thrown in. It's uh, it's yeah. all just it's just very professional. Yeah, um, it's not yeah. like the new one where they're trying so hard to make characters we like and we just yeah. There's no little girl that can communicate with Godzilla. There's, <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing of that sort. No. There's no journey to the center of the earth to get a supercharged axe to it find a robot. True. Right. Oh yeah. man, it gave me such like I think I told you this, but like Thor flashbacks too when he gets his like his big like weapon in this one. Um, and oh, yeah. sorry, we're going off topic. No, but, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're allowed to do whatever we want. We're the, we do. We we're make the, the rules. We steer the ship, and if you don't like it, you can get it off. <laughs> but uh, just yeah. that movie, the new one is just. Just, you know what? Watch Shin Godzilla instead. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. do a double feature with Arachnophobia. Yeah, and chase it with that, you know? It's a little more, or you can, you can, you can switch them. You can build up your scale. You can mm. start with a little nice 90s Amblin horror movie with, uh, with some fun performances. And then, yeah, you can go to, uh, an epic, in the true sense, uh, of the word, uh, Godzilla movie. Yeah, and then you'll yeah. end on that amazing final scene and you'll just be like, wow, I'm so glad. I didn't watch. <laughs> and, the, and then the goosebumps will start rising, and then cut to credits where we get the original Godzilla theme playing, and uh, all is groovy. I love that, by the way. And yeah. just side note, but also afterwards, you won't want to use slippers. Uh, you might not want to move. <laughs> Paralyzed. <laughs> That's true. Don't take a boat out to the middle of the ocean. You don't know if a giant uh, subaquatic creature will take you under. Um, all these kinds of. All these kinds of, you know, we're really just kind of hitting on all the all the common fears that uh, that are played by men. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, but all right, I think uh, I think that about does it. What do you say? I think so. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to talk about that final image for another ten minutes. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> did, can you believe how good it is? Like, it's so it's, it's it's really hard to end a movie, uh, especially a good movie, just with a great lasting image i still have not stopped thinking about it since i first watched it many years ago that's that's how powerful it is um but yeah i'm very excited to hear you had the same reaction i did yeah yeah i love it all right right, so creature feature version check mark exactly (laughs) it's in the books yeah we uh yeah be sure to write to us let us know uh, on twitter if you do want to share your twitter handle for the people yeah. to reach out. Yeah, so you can find it's uh, just at Film Inquiry for our site, and my personal is at Strauss S T R O U S E underscore Christie K R I S T Y. Yep, and I'm at Jake Tropila J A K E T R O P I L A. Yeah, so uh, hit us up. Tell us, uh, tell us if you are still lingering on it. That yeah. Yourself. Let us and know, and let us know if you find a spider in your house. What is? It? What was that like? Tell us every time you find one, and. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I mean, don't do that because I, I know there is. Right. There yeah. are a couple listeners that might actually do that. So, uh, but uh, let us know what you think of the final shot of Shin Godzilla, and uh, we'll uh, we'll have a good time. And enjoy your popcorn when you do. Exactly. All right. Uh, well, thanks uh, for listening. I hope yeah. everyone be well and happy and healthy. And yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye.